Stand by for The Dollar Doctors coming up next on KB Radio. While Willard and Peter warm up their computers, a reminder that for years, The Dollar Doctors have presented free, useful workshops describing their supply and demand approach to the market. Many have attended these strictly educational workshops and have learned about this methodology that's been around for a hundred years and works as well today as ever. The Dollar Doctors use this supply and demand method to help determine the probable future trend of any stock or mutual fund. Over the years, hundreds of attendees have used this method to better make unemotional decisions on when to buy and when to sell. You may be among those who, while listening to the Dollar Doctors, have watched the very charts they're discussing. The supply and demand method has many advantages, but one disadvantage, it does require vigilance and can be time consuming if you really want to feel that you're on top of your assets. That's why over time, some of Willard and Peter's listeners have asked them to manage their investment portfolios as well as their 401ks. Saperston Asset Management now manages investments for several hundred clients who found it comforting to know that Saperston Asset Management is watching over their financial well-being and who feel a time-consuming burden's been lifted from their shoulders. If you've ever considered having Saperston Asset Management help you with your investment decisions, you can easily get full information with no obligation by calling Peter or Willard at 854-7541. They'll be glad to inform you of the many ways they can help. That phone number again, 716-854-7541 or call toll free at 800-879-7541. And now here are the Dollar Doctors. Good morning and welcome to the Dollar Doctor Show brought to you by Saperston Asset Management, securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB and an RIA. I'm Peter Greco. Good morning, Peter. David Brownstein, you ready for today's game? I see because you have your face painted. Well, yeah, that'll be today. <laughs> there you go. Red, but white, and blue. That's Very a good thing because I was I was I was eating at a restaurant which they open the restaurants now. Yeah, and uh, somebody said to me, "Oh, the game tomorrow night." And I said, "Saturday? It's on Saturday." Good thing you told me. <laughs> I said I wouldn't have known. Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, eight so, o'clock. Yeah, that's because you're a hermit. I'm a hermit, mm -hmm. except when you eat. <laughs> okay. It is Saturday, January 16th, 2021. It's 10.04 in the morning, and we always say that because the show is rebroadcast on this station, ESPN 1520 AM out of Buffalo, New York at midnight. Unless there's a sporting event, then we'll be on after the sporting event. show is also available every Saturday from 10 to 11 AM live streaming. If you go to our website, saperston.com, S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com, Click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says live streaming, and you should be all set. Also at the website, all of our shows are archived. So if you miss a show, you want to replay a show, once again, go to saperston.com. This time, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says chat and archives. Click on archives, and all of our shows are there for, I don't know, years, I guess. I, that's <laughs> what I'm told. Yeah, there's a few years of it there. I'm trying to forget. Yeah. <laughs> And also, finally, last but not least, if you go to our website, saperston.com, there's a free economic report every week by Stone and McCarthy. Right. It's well worth the money we, you pay for it to read it. <laughs> but it, it gives you uh, a lot of information, a number of charts, uh, 
It's interesting how kinder and gentler some of the comments have gotten since um, President-elect Biden has won. You know, The economy is going through a rough patch before the widely expected improvement sets in. Wow. That's widely just, expected. That's what it says. And then, uh, but the interesting thing, uh, a Fed governor, Lyle Brainerd, um, mm -hmm. who um, um, very bright uh, woman was appointed uh, by the um, Obama administration mm -hmm. during that time. But she's a Democrat. It does say in her own thing. But mm -hmm. um, and this is not a political statement. But she noted this week that, and I thought this was quite interesting, unemployment is likely above 20 percent for workers in the bottom wage quartile, while it has fallen below 5 percent for workers in the top wage quartile. Mm. So again, there's a, a distance between uh, the haves and the have-nots, I guess. So, but um, it's always an interesting read, and I think it's part of, and it should be part of everybody's weekly uh, economic focus, uh, just to get an idea um, what's going out there and what reports we've seen the last week. So we do encourage you go yeah. get the free economic report. Visit our website at sapperston.com right now. Give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. That's 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. And as we always say, it's very easy to get in in the beginning of the show because uh, it takes a while for everybody to wake up in the morning. So uh, this is your opportunity to get in right now rather than wait until the end of the show like some people do. If for some reason you don't want to call us, uh, you can go to our website and use the chat box at sapperston.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives. Click on Chat. Click on Join the Chat. Type a question. Type a symbol. If you type in a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with it. Right now, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. So, a couple things. Number okay. one. You know who Betty White is, right? Betty, yeah. Turns 100, or 99, 99. this year. I thought she was going to be 100, but 99. But you know her, right? Didn't you date her back in the day? <laughs> anyway, but get, she probably looked hot when she was young, I bet you. You can't say I, that. I can't remember. Can you, you know. can you say I can that? say whatever I want to say. Jimmy, can we say that? Or can Peter Greco? G-R-E-C-O? He didn't believe me yet. I, I am totally politically incorrect. Absolutely. Right? So um, I belong to that party. What? Hit a record price on January 14th, 1980. I'm doing this only because there's no chatters and nobody in the line. January 14th, 1980. Mm -hmm. A record price. Mm -hmm. Gold, I don't know. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Yep. And I remember that day. I you remember. do. Yeah, See yeah, that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, I didn't mm -hmm. realize that. I'm yep. impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So uh, down week in the market. This, First one this, in a while, right? Yeah, it's the beginning of the end, maybe? Mm, I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. I'm, um, I'm always optimistic. This yeah. was the largest like decline since the week ended October 30th. But, of course, you know, the decline, you know, if you look at it, I think the Dow was down 0.9%. Uh, NASDAQ was down 1.5%. The S&P was down 1.5%. But the week ended October 30th. The S&P was down 5.6%. Right. You know, so, right. But, you know, this was— It's something uh, you got to look at, but I, I, I just don't fight the Fed. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's, in general. But, you know, look at the small caps. I think they were up—what the heck were they were up? Uh, something like 5%, 7%. They had a big week. 
Yeah, and they keep talking about value. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> They're going to be right eventually. Yeah, yeah, the one thing that's been kind of right to do, and I don't, you know, maybe it still is, it's, it's going to be tough, but you hedge your bets with a little of the uh, recovering economy stocks and a little bit of the stocks that have been in play and yeah. keep moving, you know, and you, yeah, you have a nice little mix and it works out pretty well, you know, uh, because from day to day it keeps switching back and forth, you know. They they hit they hit the big hot stocks one day and they buy, you know, look at US Steel, what was it, five bucks or something? Mm-hmm. Now it's twenty four, twenty five, yeah. you know, it's uh just ridiculous. Yeah, and it could so, be one uh, of the Robin Hood plays. I d I don't know. Who knows? You know. I mean it's it's wild. It, it is what it is, right? Yeah, it is, yeah. I said, I, I think the margin debt's at an all-time record or something right now. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Wow. It's uh, very interesting. Yeah, that's going to be least. a big shock yeah. for those, uh, if they're novice investors that are uh, yeah. uh, doing that. So right now we're going to go to, looks like Dominic in Sarasota, I it guess. Is. Yeah. Hi. Good morning. Hi. How you doing? Good morning. How you doing? Oh, okay. Happy New Year. Thank you. Same to you. A couple of questions. What do you guys think about, I've noticed Kellogg's and General Mills this last week got beat up a little bit and was down. What do you think of those two stocks? Well, you know, like I say, the market goes back and forth between defensive plays, recovery plays. So, uh, yeah, they got hit pretty hard, to tell you the truth. If I was looking at it, you know, if you look at, for example, Kellogg's, right? It's just in a trading range. You know, the high of the trading range is around 72. The low of the trading range is around 53. So, you know, if you're a trading range player, you know, you'd, lo- you'd look to buy it between here and 53. Yeah, it's, I think it, with both of these, and, and it closed at 5903. Yeah. But both of these are a... Um, um, uh, defensive. The, well, they're defensive, but I think they were down because of the talk of inflation. Yeah, which is going to you know make their 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 what they purchase their their commodities that they purchase will right very good. And uh, but you know that's the reason. But you know it's been in this trading range since uh, at least the end of 2018, where the trading range started. So if if you have we always say looked into it, you like the company, you do your own research on it. Uh, you know, it's coming down to an area where it's bounced before in the 53 area, and and uh, if it dropped, you know, through that, you know, and and uh, then you'd have to be a little more concerned. And what was the other one? General Mills. Yeah, GIS right? closed yeah. at 56.24. Kellogg is K, the letter K. Yeah, we got to get back to that. We don't give symbol. Yeah, same thing. It fell out of bed too, but it doesn't look. You know, that's been a growth story, really, for the stock. I mean, it's been, it's moved from, what, about 37 or so in 2019 up to, what was it, as high as 67 mm-hmm. this year. And uh, certainly, you know, it, it fell apart. It broke the downtrend line. But it's in a potential support area. And uh, let me look at one other thing real quick. The 200 days at what, 60? And it fell below that. So I don't like that it's below. I'd like to see it get above 60 again. And uh, and if it did keep getting hit, it could drop as low as 47 or 48. So you have to 
pick pick your opportunity based on those parameters. I don't know if okay. Dominic's there. Are you there, Dominic? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I didn't I couldn't yeah. hear you breathing. So. I'm absorbing like a sponge. Oh, there you go. <laughs> poor guy. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much and you guys have a good week. Okay. Thank you. Root Great to hear bills, from you okay? there. Take care. Bye. The Lions are done, so. Yeah. And what's the next caller? Uh we're going to Phil in Williamsville. Phil, good morning, Phil. Good morning, guys. How are you doing this morning? Okay, good, thank, thank you. you. Thanks for helping us kill an hour uh, leading up to game time. All right. <laughs> a lot of hours. <laughs> yeah, it's too late. Um, I, I want you to chart one stop for me, but I, I'm more interested in uh, your opinion on if the Dems could ever do anything to change the Roth IRA rules, and if so, would everyone be grandfathered that already has one? What were the rules you're talking about, though? Making them taxable? Is that yeah, what you're talking you know, about? Just changing the tax-free, you know, distribution. Yeah, they, I, I think the chances of that are, it's always a possibility, but it's slim and none. I it's, think it's low. Yeah, you they, know, no they, question they, you know, about that. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, number one, you know, they, they barely have an edge in the House. They are just tied in the Senate and... Right. There, there are a number of Democrats who are not going to go along with the liberal agenda, you know. So I, I think the Roth, Roth was a Democrat, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. But, but, <laughs> From Biden, but Biden's the, but, home state. Yeah, but, but whatever, uh, you know, people were always if they if they rescind it, so be it. Then it becomes a regular IRA. But I doubt it. Well, they're not going to do that, and yep. it's the same as a chatter. They're going to tax municipal bonds. It, 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 that that's as uh, uh, un, 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 impossible a task as it would be to, um, you know, uh, just go after you know Social Security and Medicare and all that other stuff. So, okay, well, that's I'm just an opinion. That's our opinion. So I so I wouldn't lose any sleep over it right now. Right, there's other things. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of. Thinking of doing a conversion, but you know. So you're yeah. thinking of converting to a Roth? Yeah, I uh, I rolled all my 403b into a traditional IRA because you know I didn't want to pay the taxes. Right. Well, what so you, you can need do to too, talk to you, your you, tax you, you, you could too. you could do two partial conversions too. You know. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do the whole thing. Right. Exactly. You know. More for my kids, you know, mm-hmm. to pass on, you know. Right. That's very nice. My wealth. Yeah. Have you talked to a tax advisor about this? No, I need to. But yeah, uh, definitely. Please be just so you yeah. know, because there then oh, yeah. there's studies out there. They'll tell you how much you should do, what your income has to be, where it makes sense to do it, where it doesn't, and at least know your options. Yeah, I don't want to get into a different tax bracket either. Right. Which right. Yeah. So you have to. Pretty hard to avoid, but. Yeah, I know what you mean. We'll <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I had another question about your feelings about buying or selling or holding, heading into an earnings report. Um, well, specifically, fuel cell—they're reporting uh, this coming week. See, I know it's it's yeah. going to be a lackluster report, but they might have good guidance for you know for 2021. Well, here's the problem. Okay, in other words, if I were going to make my first investment in it. I would avoid buying before earnings, okay? Okay. Because well, what? Because what? Because what you're doing is you're rolling the dice, you know. Right. 
And uh, but if you you know already own it, do you own? I think you own it, don't you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've I've trimmed back, but I still got a substantial. Right. Well, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's good you trim back. You never know. Yes, officer. I only had one drink. <laughs> anyway, but go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, if if you if we always say do your own research. You've done a lot into it. You feel comfortable. Then you just go through earnings, you know. And uh, you know, m- maybe if it gets slammed on disappointment, then you decide whether you want to add some more back to it, you know. But well, you, yeah, they've been getting a lot of downgrades the past week, but I think it's all a hoax, you know, hijinks. Fake J.P. News. Morgan. Everybody thinks they're shorting it, and um, yeah, it's a possible. You know, you never know. You know, when people get on the bandwagon, you know, there's no question about it. But uh, you know, it did get up what almost to the twenty. It was interesting because I did have a client call me and you know and say something about uh, you know where do you where, where, uh, you know I was giving them levels, and I said there's a heck of a lot of resistance between eighteen and twenty. You know, so just be yeah. aware of it. You know, right and. Uh, Right now, technically, it would give a at least a warning if it dropped to uh, 14, say, because then it could go back down to 10, you know. Right. Yeah. But what kind of, I mean, there isn't any earnings in this company, so you're, you're well, talking about Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, an earnings. No, no, no. Are, yeah, but I mean, yeah. it's not like you're looking for earnings for share. You know they're going to be losing money. It's the if guidance they're, if is they're losing, Well, if they're losing less, that's considered a positive. It also depends. Well, they've already, yeah. yeah, they've already, you know, shown less uh, losses over the past few quarters. Right, and, and they uh, got a lot of deals to that they've, they've been keeping under wraps. But yeah, right. the problem is, is that the the if you look at the recent uh, research on it, I mean, the price targets are ten, eleven, eight fifty. You know, those are the recent ones. So, you know, right. it's trading above that. But, you know, we've talked about analysts before. You know, all of a sudden the stock gets up to 20, so they raise their well, price. Well, I only like the they, analysts that they, like that agree they, with they, me. They raise their price targets to 10, you know, when it's at 20. Right. You know, so whatever. Well, when an, anal- when an analyst who's like uh, rated 12,000-something out of 15,000 analysts makes a, <laughs> right. makes, makes a call, you know, I – so you mean he's not the worst? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. So you no, know, I hope it. It, it hope just depends on how comfortable you feel, you know, with it and so forth, and you know, right. if you wanted to lighten up a little again, whatever. But uh, you know, like I say, if it went to fourteen, could go to ten. Okay, and uh, just one stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, when do they uh, report, update. Phil? When do they report? January twenty-first. Okay. Yeah. This okay. week. Yep. Okay, yep. and what's the stock? Jevo, G-E-V. Oh, yeah. We talked about that before. Yeah, yeah. I'm hopeful that uh, they're going to have a real good year. Well, I mean, that's one that didn't – well, what are close anyway? It closed at uh, – It's like 6 uh, – 640, right? 640. What's the symbol? G-E-V-O. G-E-V-O. Oh, G-E-V-O. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean – that one doesn't look like it got terribly slammed, you know. Uh, but it no, got it. They got, all did yesterday. Yeah, they all six forty the, the in the close. Yeah. I mean, the chart looks really good, you know. And and the support is, uh, let's see, two hundred days where. Don't mind me. I don't have my glasses, so I oh, I have a harder no time problem. here. 
Let's I'm see. not going to help you, so. Well, forget it. The 200, no, that's right. The 200 days at 439. But the real support, well, the real, real support should be somewhere around the five area for it if it, get, if it fell further. But, uh, you know, the price objective for what it's worth with a grain of salt, as I always say, uh, well, they're only coming up with five and a quarter for it. That's yeah, kind of, sounds like an analyst working it, but anyway. Yeah. That's the point figure chart? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But on the point and figure chart, uh, you know, it depends on what method they use. You know, there's two different ways of calculating it. And, uh -huh. uh, and the service I have has five and a quarter, but like if I go to uh, stock charts, you got two different ways and they let you do it two different ways. So if you don't like the first target. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's. Well, uh, let, me, let me just yeah, take. I think uh, they're supposed to be making a big deal with uh, Citibank to finance uh, these refineries they want to build. Mm hmm. To convert uh, their big thing now is ethanol using corn to uh, make air uh, jet fuel and uh, <laughs> other uh, other fuels that are going to be uh, yeah I know you know for years you know, the thing I saw was what they were they were uh, marketing uh, fuel for airplanes right yeah 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 and some some airlines had tried it and I haven't heard anything one way or the other on it but uh, let me just see well, there's they're still going whole hog into it and uh, they have options on land in North Dakota and South Dakota and near the cornfields and that's how they're going to do it but well, we shall like, see. Yeah, we'll have to see. That's uh, you know that whole area is a hot area. You know, is there going to be yeah. profit taken? It's been very you know been very hot for a while here. You know, so oh, yeah, it's been crazy. So uh, you know, it's a wild market out there to say the least. Uh, yeah, it sure is. And let I've me look. Kind at of been the now. beneficiary of it. Well, thank you very much. Okay, for your help as always. Okay, thank you for calling. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Yep. Take care. Take have care. a good weekend. You too. Okay, right now we're going to. We are going to Vic, Vic in Amherst. In Amherst. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Okay. Good. Thank you. I've got a question for each of you. Uh, first one, Peter. Uh, if you'd look at a chart for me, please. If I don't like uh, the question, can I switch it to David? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. No. Go ahead. What's the chart? Take a look at XLU Utilities. Uh, yeah. XLU utilities. Just, uh, the relative strength line just popped through 50. It's, it's on the rise. And hmm. the uh, MACD just had a crossover and went through uh, zero. I, I, I sold the 61 puts the other day. Interesting. Close at 62.99. Yeah, sell the 61s. <laughs> well, I mean, it looks like, I mean, the 200 days at 60, right? Mm-hmm, correct. So, uh, you know, it seems reasonable, you know, to, to, to do that with the 200-day at 60. Uh, it just gave a potential sell signal, a uh, lot of support between 59 and 60. So, uh, yeah, you have to see. Well, how would a, how would a service come out with a, a sell? Uh, what sell signal would be when you get a crossover 
of the MACD through zero. Oh, no, with, with, with the point and figure. It just broke through the previous low. Oh, that's what the, uh, that's what, uh, the, the point and figure would, would right. give you. Yeah, oh. see, because it went down to 62, went up to 67, and now it went down to 61. Uh, so, you know, that 61 broke the previous low at 62. Oh, okay, that's what the, yeah. the point of figure. Okay. But, but you're right. in support, you know, so it's not, not a bad idea. Yeah, and then uh, the question to David. Yes, sir. So, in your opinion, you're, you're the fixed income guy, supposedly. I'll ask supposedly, you yes. Support. Well, no, that's what you are. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> that's what you're touted as, anyway. Wow, thank you. Okay, yep. Uh, somebody constructing a 60-40 portfolio. The forty the forty percent side uh, would uh, tax few munis and and high grade corporates be a bad choice in here or would you be more towards bank loans? Uh, Grunlack came on uh, CNBC and liked uh, bank loans. What right. would you, what would be your uh, opinion? Yeah, I, I would like the bank loans also the the short term ones. I, I've been doing that for a couple of years. Uh, just waiting for rates to go up. And I have no idea if they're going to go up. But I would just rather be in something like that, um, that you may give up something in return, but, you know, it's more protective of your principal, in theory. And what would just, and I'm not a, a fixed income guy at all, what would be what would be the worst thing you'd want to see with, uh, ta- what could happen out there where tax few munis, and uh, high-grade corporates get killed, the principal. Well, it's just the interest rates going up. But, I mean, what about the, the spread has nothing to do with that, the spread between the 2 and the 10? Well, uh, I, I, only if interest rates go up and go up rapidly. You know, right. if they go up slowly, like a quarter of a percent a year, well, they can be adjusted. It's when they, they go up 1% a year that we run into trouble. Okay. Okay. So yeah, if the if the spreads not being dramatically altered, that that'd be normally that'd be okay. But I, I think what uh, Mr. Gunlock is referring to is that he's thinking that interest rates are going to go up sharply. Now they're talking the ten year, which went from yeah, maybe eighty basis points to just under one point two rapidly, is now one point one. But a number of uh, people are talking about being at two percent this year. That's a pretty dramatic increase, but. We haven't seen it, Vic. We haven't seen it. Look right, at Japan. Right. Japan's had zero inflation or negative interest rates since the 80s. And, now, are we seeing that? Go ahead, Peter. I was going to say, by the way, Gunlatch was featured in this weekend's Barron's with oh. that whole thing about bank loans. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, the other question, uh, Dave, is uh, the other, I mean, let's go 60-40 again. Any other ideas on the 40 be- Besides the three that we mentioned, the uh, New York tax-free, the tax-free munis, uh, high lever corporate, or the bankles, any other yeah. thoughts out there? Yeah, okay. the muni. I, I just don't. I just. I just don't like the idea of the munis only because if we're in, and we are. <laughs> These governments are in a little bit of trouble with their debt, so they're going to probably be putting a lot of supply out there, and, and right. that's going to be negative. I, I would look at intermediate uh, governments. That That's what I would look at. And depending on risk tolerance, you could also look at some high yield. Um, the reason being is that the you know as the economy supposedly is doing better, the underlying securities get stronger. That's the nice thing about high yield. So you could you know maybe of the 40 put 10 percent in high yield. So junk bonds and intermediates would be your two ideas yeah. for yep. uh, the 40. 
uh, you know, the, the other idea, you, you, you know, you laugh, but, you know, you're looking for for income is, uh, you know, a, 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 what you would consider a safe, uh, uh, a common, say, say uh, uh, Altria and sell and just sell the uh, sell the calls underneath and just collect, uh, you know, premium like I did on telephone. I got that telephone taken away from me at twenty eight fifty. So I'm on the, on the prowl for something else to do. But I'm just wondering what just the 40 percent, something safe to, safer other than being in equities you know what i mean right right yeah it's it's a uh, it's a tough call uh, the other thing is you can look at some preferreds that you mm-hmm. know um some of them are callable in a couple of years and mm-hmm. they might get called i just don't like buying any of them that are at a selling at a premium and right right, you know, right. that's difficult it's, it's not that easy to find them so and, but, okay, but, but this to tell you that there's a, there's an article on preferreds and in Barron's this weekend, too. It's got everything you need, Vic. There you go. Hey, well worth the $5, you know? <laughs> hey, guys, great show, okay, as thanks. always. Thanks, Vic. Okay. Go Take Bills. Care. Okay. Okay, who's up next there? Uh, that would be Mike in Buffalo. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, guys. i got a couple for you, and if you can explain one for me. One is um, GME. And if I may, want, can you explain the short squeeze? I think it's being short squeeze on this one. It really ran up this week, and then another one after that. Well, the short squeeze is when there's a lot of people short. You know, in other words, for example, you can go to finviz.com, click on GME, and it tells you what percent of the shares that are in float. You know, in other words, that are trading rather than you know are being held aside, right? In in the total shares outstanding. So if you have a very high, usually they say if you have at least maybe 20% of the float short, there's a potential for a short squeeze because if the stock starts running, either good news comes out or the Robin Hood traders start goosing it up or whatever, I don't know who does it, the shorts have to run for cover. Right. But do you understand, Mike, what shorting a stock means? Do you know what that means? That means when they're trying, when a stock is going, when the, um, People who are betting on the stock going down, right? And they and they bet on it, but it keeps going up. So the buyers. Well, that's a squeeze. But when you short a stock, you sell it in anticipation of buying it back at a lower price. Right. Right. Okay. I just didn't. And you're talking GME, not GME. Okay, GameStop. That's what I thought. But yeah. Now, believe it or not, I mean, so you see what happens, right? In other words, thirty-five fifty. These people are now got got hung. You know. And they'll, they'll wait a little while, wait a little while, and then finally they can't take it anymore. And, and they have to, uh, you know, uh, basically cover. What also I learned recently what affects the short squeeze is if a stock is very much in demand, because what they do is they borrow your stock, you know, they borrow your stock. Uh, so, for example, if you own GME, they, they could lend it to somebody else, okay? But when they borrow it, they charge a fee to borrow it. Okay, and and the fee sometimes can become very exorbitant on some of these stocks that are heavily short. The idea being they don't want to pay the fee, they'll give you the stock back. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the bottom line is that, uh, you know, so now you're paying a high fee and you're short and you're losing money so that you're going to get, you know, your short squeeze. Right. Mm-hmm. So you see that. Right. Yep. But in the case of. GME, 103% of the float was short. That is unbelievable. 
In other words, every share out there was 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 borrowed. Yeah, by short sellers. Yeah, it's a lot. Right? Yeah, I mean, I've never seen that before. So, do you own it? I I had some I had some puts on it, but I I, I got you know was just starting with options and I got lucky last week and had some nineteen um, puts on it, and I just took it and sold it. I was you know didn't want to. Oh yeah, I mean. <laughs> At some point, you know, but see what's going on there too is there's an activist right. in GME that right. they're trying to get GME to do something. So between that news and whatever, you know, uh, and then what happens is when it starts running up like that, the people who want to play it long, the Robinhood traders, is now a momentum stock, right? right. And they all jump in, <laughs> so it makes it worse. So there you go. Right. <laughs> And the other one is more of a long term is mm-hmm. G, G A N. They're they're with um, they're in the gaming industry with DraftKings and FanDuel and things like that. G A N. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Close to twenty two seventy seven. I'm somewhat familiar with it. You know, they're a much smaller player. Okay. Right. And they're still trying to expand. So it remains to be seen, but it's the right area. You know, the sports betting stocks have been a good area to be in. And New York is going to legalize right. sports betting, and that's and you that's got why a, these you, are you've got you know take it for what it's worth. The potential target on it is thirty, and uh, you know the old high was let's see around twenty eight. So that would be resistance, and uh, let's see as long as you stayed above say nineteen, which is the two hundred day, looks good. Do you own it or you're looking to buy it? I'm looking to buy it. Yeah. So, you know, the support for I'd flip it, a coin. <laughs> yeah, well, the yeah. Su- no, the support for it's right around the 20 area. Right. So, uh, you guys have time for one more? Sure. Yeah, what do you got? Um, Cureleaf, you know, all the big talk now, what the, the they call them the pot stocks. Well, they've, they've been on a tear lately. Yeah. What's the symbol? C-U-R-L-F. L-F, right, yeah. I kind of realized that after I just put C-U-R-L in. But <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, this has run from two yeah, and three okay. quarters in 19, 2019 up to 16 and a half. Uh, I don't know if you've looked into the company, the research. I've seen some good research on it, you know. Yeah, they're the biggest. I think they're the, the, uh, their market rate is one of the highest of the pot stocks out there. Mm-hmm. And I with New York, with New Jersey, and then you know, I think New York's going to legalize it. I think it's going to, I think they're just going to grow and grow over the next coming years. Yeah, fifteen yeah, fifty-five on the close. What was it? Fifteen dollars fifty-five really? cents. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah. So you know, even your fifty days back at twelve. So that should be support somewhere in the twelve area, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, around twelve or so. So once again, you know, if you've looked into it. You can always dip your toe a little, and if it comes down to those areas I mentioned, you add to it, you know. But don't forget that area, it's going to be very volatile, <laughs> to oh, say yeah. the least. Yeah. So, uh, and um, go yeah. Bills, and thank you All right. for, okay. for your information, and do your research. All right, okay. very good, Mike. <laughs> thank you. Thank take you. Say it twice. Do your okay, own research. right there now, you. we're going to take a quick one-minute break. We'll be right back. 
You are listening to The Dollar Doctors every Saturday morning live from 10 to 11. Willard Saperston and Peter Greco of Saperston Asset Management answer your questions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. The Dollar Doctors are heard live every Saturday morning on ESPN 1520 Buffalo. Their shows are also available 24-7 at saperston.com. Years of previous shows are available there. The Dollar Doctor shows also rebroadcast Saturday night at midnight. If you'd like to have Saperston Asset Management evaluate your portfolio and discuss management services, you can contact Willard or Peter by calling in Buffalo 854-7541 or toll-free 800-879-7541. Again, in Buffalo, 854-7541, toll-free 800-879-7541. Now back to the Dollar Doctors. Welcome back to the Dollar Doctor Show, brought to you by Saperston Asset Management, securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB and the RIA. Right now, phone lines wide open. Give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. And I hear there's a number of people on the chat box, so let's go over there. You are correct. So somebody's looking to buy... Uh, uh, several stocks. Uh, one, first one, Peter, SPCE closed at $30.43. Oh, geez. Well, <laughs> he's looking to buy that, huh? Yes. Galactic Virgin, is that what it is? Yeah, it's or the Virgin, uh, Galactic, Virgin Air. Yeah, right. Yeah. Whatever. Big articles and talk well, what you got? About yeah, space you know, it's travel. Everybody's gotten hot on it. It's it's a wild play, you know, for the trading rooms, the momentum players. So be aware of that. Uh, speculative, but the interesting thing is that Arc, the uh, ETF. ETF firm, uh-huh. who's into all the disruptor stocks, they've got a bunch of ETFs out right. there. Biggest Genomic stocks. Tesla. Tesla's their big one, right? Yeah. But they just announced they're going to open up. A space ETF, okay, which will include you know people like Lockheed who are involved in in space too, okay, with the missiles and that type of thing. So there's a lot of big name companies and some of the smaller name companies. But you know if people rush into that one, and I'm sure this one will be in it. Uh, yeah, it well, says it's already done it. Yeah, yeah. So shares in it. It, it. You know, so more people buy that ETF, the more it puts on it. You know, so that. It could, it could, you know, goose it up further. Am I allowed to say goose? You did. <laughs> right now, the 50-day is at 25. The stock closed at 30. So I would look for support, you know, around that 25 area if it came back. But but if, if you've looked into it and you feel comfortable with the stock, you could always take a small position if it came back to... 25 or so, you could buy a little bit more. And then I wouldn't want to see it under. Say if it went to 22, you'd have to reevaluate it. Okay, what's the next one there? Next one is uh, ARKG, speaking of ARK. This is a genome one, closed at 107.96. It's a very nice chart. Big article on uh, gene editing stocks, you know. In Barron's this weekend, very fascinating too. You know, it's like I say, you always find out something I didn't know. I said that there's a, you know, first of all with the gene editing, you got the companies that figure out where 
in the DNA that specific thing is they would like to take out or whatever, mm -hmm. okay? But there's also the cutting companies, which I, I wasn't even aware of, that have the, the uh, tools to be precise, because you have to be very precise in okay. cutting out the GN, uh, DNA. I want the one that will let me get grow more hair. Yeah. That's what I would like. So, you know, it, it's Along with other things. obviously been unbelievable. You know, this it has year, been unbelievable. This year it's gone from 26 up to what? What a close at? 107.96. Yeah. So that, you know, kind of keep going, I guess. So once again, you got to be aware that, you know, these are all the hot things right now. And uh, so be aware of that. You know, you're, you're going to be in for a lot of volatility, a lot, a lot of uh, activity in it. Uh, the two, 200 days way back at 62, the 50 days at 89, and uh, closing at 107. So, you know, your risk is probably in, in the 89 area possibility. It depends on how much risk you want to take with anybody. You know, when you have the parameters and everything, uh, you know, are you, are you willing to buy some and pot potentially slip back to 89? If you are, then you're willing to take that risk, you know. Yeah. And, Last one and there's you, nothing wrong. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I mean, that's up to you. It's your own risk profile. Right. Similar one know. with ARKF, which is a fintech innovator ETF. But, but on, this, on the one we just talked about. Yeah, the genomic. Yeah, yeah the genomic one. Uh, potential price target based on the point and figure method is 153. Take so it. you could say the risk is to 89, profit potential 153. So you got, what, 46 on the upside and 28 in the downside? Yeah, not too bad. Okay. Pretty decent risk reward. All right. Okay. Take a look at ARKF. One? And then we do have a couple of callers on hold, so we'll yeah, be we'll do, we'll do one more chat box. And I hate all the people who go to the chat box and we never get to them, but. Uh, another very strong one, obviously. It's Same story, you know, with this. Uh, <laughs> nice chart, isn't it? You're kidding me? It's another one that's come a long, long, long way. Came out from below 20. Well, look at this. Yep, 17. Yeah, that's below 20. Yep. You're, hey, you're pretty good. That's why you're here. I am good. I know this is radio, and you got to talk into the microphone. I know that. We gotta get like on TV, Jimmy. We need the little mics that are on our shirts, right? I just slapped the microphone. So, That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, uh, but the 50 days at 48, it closed at 51.70. So uh, you would hope, you, you would like to see support around the 48 area. And uh, it's kind of exceeded its price objectives by their charting method. Uh, but, you know, it just broke out again. So, uh, you know, it's a. Reasonable possibility. Uh, I'd reevaluate it, say, if it dropped to uh, maybe 47. Okay. And uh, go from there. And we'll do one more chat box. Oh, we are. Okay. Yeah. Uh, somebody's looking to buy KRO, Peter. Kroger? Closed at 1502. Hmm. Kroger? I don't know if it's Kroger. Is that Kroger? Maybe not. No. No, it's Kronos. Yeah, don't they make uh, chemicals? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 1582 on the close? 1502. You yeah, like it's, it's you know, right up to the price target. Not the price target. It's right up to resistance at 16. Broke the downtrend line. It's what, you know, we've all always called our uh, favorite pattern. Broke the downtrend line, 
came back, retested, now took off and gave another buy signal. So uh, I would say, you know, the next resistance really is if it goes up to uh, 16 and a half, next resistance would be 20. After that, 25, and then 30. Beautiful. So, you know, it looks very strong. Oh, don't they make the packaging for the marijuana or something, or CBD or something, Kronos? Oh, they could. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Think Probably so. CBD, you need some, and both of them, you yeah. need something special. Yeah, yeah. I think. I, yeah, I think that's what it was. So, you know, it looks very interesting here, to say the least. And, you know, it's uh, in a, you know, hot area, a good sector. And I would only become reevaluating it if it dropped to, say, 12 and a half. Okay, now we're going to go to the phone lines. Uh, we are looking at, we're looking at Bill. Good morning. Hey, uh, Pete, hey, who do you like today? Two and a half, make you laugh. He's asking if you like the Bills giving them two and a half or the Ravens getting two and a half. Well, A, I'm not a Bills fan, but they have, a, as far as I'm concerned, a very good chance to beat the Ravens. I'm okay, not, I'm right there down. Hey, listen to this, Pete. I'm not that impressed by, right the, by the Ravens. So. Did, uh, I know David's a big uh, Kramer fan. Hey, <laughs> David, did you have that horse that's standing either yesterday? 17 to 1. Mad monies. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. So, and, and we're fooling around with stocks. There what you are we go. Doing? I don't know. Uh, yeah. uh, now, listen, Pete, let me, let me hear a quiz here. Every time I hear that GME, what am I thinking about? General Motors. Boy, Pete, you are a smart man. Remember <laughs> the old days, GME and GMH? Yeah. E oh, yeah. EDS, right? EDS. Those yeah. off. What H was used? What was the E stock? Electronic data. Wow, yeah. David. Brilliant. There was, what's his name? Didn't he run for president? Yeah. Yeah, the little guy. Perot. Oh, Perot. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And you know what? They laughed at that guy. Are they laughing now? No. No, that's for no, sure. They're not, they're not laughing. He, everything he said, they mocked him the way he spoke. But well, the vice president he chose was a little bit befuddled. Yeah, well, <laughs> the yeah, general, I, remember I, that guy? But oh, Pete, Pete, when this thing corrects, boy, oh, boy. It'll it's be, be ugly. One. It is going to, and people think it's going to be over the day. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Those margin calls, what time they go on? At 2 o'clock? I don't know, really. I, <laughs> I normally margin. don't get stuck in those kind of things. Yeah. I, know, I remember my father screaming and yelling at me one time because I margined some things. Oh, my God. My father was screaming at me. I'll never forget that. That scared me off margin. But well, hey, you know. there's no question. It's the wild, wild west out there. Oh, times, <laughs> so. times a hundred. It's, it's, <laughs> it's over. It's over so many areas now. They talk about the dot com. Eighty percent of the stocks were involved with it. Yep. Now, I'm not so sure about having but. Let's see, but I need them to kick more of my stocks out of the Dow. Hey, that was the best thing that happened to me there about a month ago. Yeah, they got rid of Exxon, right? 
Yeah, excellent. Now Perfect and timing. Now. <laughs> and I want one question from David. Hey, David. Yes, sir. Kramer hated uh, Chevron at 50. Now he likes it at 90. What am I going to do there? <laughs> yeah, I tell you. Well, yeah. Chevron's got, always been the best that are breed, you know. Yeah, but still, they hate, you know, when they go out of business, but hey, listen, it's okay. But the one other thing, there is a study now. And the, you know Dan Nathan, uh, David over there at CNBC? Yes, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, he hates everything, but he's a smart guy. There's a study now where, I mean, it's been out for a while, where people in aspects of life, they overestimate themselves. You know what I'm getting at here? Sure. Yeah, like investing, like the Robin Hood guys. Right, they think they, they know what they're doing. Exactly. And then they get more and more emboldened. And now they're going to get another check. And they're going to get, and the thing is, they're going to write all this stuff that's junk yeah. all the way down. It's not all junk. I get it. But well, well, it's, it's like gamblers, yeah. Bill, right? Well, it's yeah, funny because exactly. in, in Barron's today, one of the articles, the guy said, Yeah, my son and all his friends are, took the $600 and put it in the market. You know. Yep. And but the thing is, uh, Dave, you're exactly right. It's like gamblers, and I should know my whole life, my whole life the stock market and horses. So they'll pretty much tell you now. You know, I'm an old <laughs> man, so you know I got cut off. But I remember the the uh, the '80s and then the gambling days when you're going good for whatever length of period. You never think it's going to end. Right. Until one day, October 26, 87, or days like that. But I don't know. This time, when I see these kind of movements, I don't know. It's scary, but maybe it'll be delayed a long time. One last thing. You show me the chart. Bitcoin versus gold. How can you not love gold here versus Bitcoin? But uh, how do you do it? How can you how can you short Bitcoin and buy gold? Well, that I don't know. I I know there is a I think there is a futures market for Bitcoin. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I, I have no idea because I've heard people playing options on Bitcoin, so they must yeah. be doing it someplace. You know? Yeah, well, it's a huge premium, but that chart is so parabolic; it has to go the other way for a huge. Eh, I'm still a gold lover. Hey, you guys, happy New Year. Thank you. Thank you. you. Too. Go Bills. Take care, friends. Take right, care. Take care. Thanks for calling. Okay, right now, 803-1520, toll-free 800-879-7541. We'll go next to Alan and Amherst. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, just uh, two quick ones here for you guys. Uh, we're talking about um, Qualcomm mm-hmm. and Appian Technologies, APPN. Okay, Qualcomm. QCOM. Boy. Yep. Do you own it or? Well, I did. I got out of it. Uh, sorry, I did. And uh, yeah, well. I'm looking to get back into like a, uh, you know, something in that sector. Yeah, 157.09 on the close. Yeah. I don't know if that's too high to get back in. Well, it's hard to say. I mean, I mean the support for it's going to be. Probably in the uh, 150 to 142 area. Right. And, and if you got in, uh, you know, dropping below 140 or so, you know, you'd have to reevaluate it. Uh, so it's hard to say at this point, you know. Uh, yeah. I know it's 
there's a lot of things going for the company. There's no question about that. Uh, a, lot, a lot of good news, you know, in the 5G area. And sure. uh, let me take a look at the weekly chart real quick. I just remember it from the 90s trading it. Couple hundred so that, bucks a that's, share. Yeah. yeah, that's when I was in originally with yeah. that, and I rode it up and down for a while. Oh, and God, yes. I remember the one broker at that time, Walter. His last name escapes me. He was talking about it was going to go to a thousand, but I yeah. think he was overplaying <laughs> well, that a little. Bit. Anytime anybody says that, run for cover. <laughs> Unless it's Amazon or Tesla yeah, or something. Right. Yeah. But you know, looking at it, it, you know, back in the uh, early part of December, it was up in this area. You know, one sixty, yeah. one sixty one. Right. So if it took this out with any conviction, you know, uh, I'd have to say you might want to buy a little. You know, it's a possibility, depending on yep. how much, you know, if you don't, if, you know, like, say, 20-point risk or whatever it is, uh, not terrible well, for those. Yeah, there's a lot of chip stocks out there, but I was just looking. They're pretty solid compared to some Oh, no question. Others. You've researched it, and everything I've seen yeah. on it, you know, look good in terms of, terms of the research. So, so yeah, if you, if you get a real breakout here, you know, with some conviction, uh, I might buy a little. And then watch mm -hmm. that 140, 150 area. Right, right. Actually, okay, the whole th all-time high was 160, 160 and 85 cents. I, yeah. Maybe there were some splits involved because I know. Well, that I just made an all-time high, I think. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But, but now for the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks, it's been bumping up against that area. Mm -hmm. you know, so, yep. Okay. And the other one, APPN, Pete. Yeah, Appian Technologies. APPN. Closed at 169.70. Any reason for the big yeah. drop on Friday? Sure. I don't know. I was looking. I couldn't find anything. I got into that uh, back in uh, around the 70 mark. So. But that's a wild one. Holy cow. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Uh, all right, so it, you know it broke out and then it pulled back a lot, you know, uh, in, yep. in in terms of the chart. I mean, you know, percentage-wise, yep. no, it's not a big drop. But uh, if I look at the 200-day, it's way back at 75. The 50-day is at 138, and it closed at 169. So you know, technically, it's still very positive. You just have to put up with a lot of volatility, you know, and yeah. and you'd have to. Yeah, go ahead. Their business model is, is very, very solid. I, you know, I know a lot of the banking and, and, and industries are using their platforms for a lot of, uh, you know, rollouts going forward. And oh, so this is like fintech or something like that, you know, in terms of financial type technology. Oh uh, no, they developed a lot of they developed a lot of software and uh, business platforms. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, store. yeah, infrastructure, yeah, infrastructure, yeah. financial. Yeah. They call them fintech now. You know, it's, yeah. it's okay. A, thank you. Thank the you. new buzzword. <laughs> you know, but, but yeah, I'd say you know, as long as it stays above about you know one thirty-eight or so, uh, it's in decent position. You just have to put up with the volatility. You know. Very good. Thank okay. you, gentlemen. Thank you All for right, calling. Appreciate weekend. the call. Go Bills. Okay, where are we? We're down to three the minutes. We want to go for a couple. Well, if we can, we'll do the lightning round. Right? All right. If we can, yeah. Here we go. Um, person's holding VER and HPI for income. What VER is it? closed at 3604, 4.3%. VER? Yes, sir. Yeah, it broke out. It's pulling back the support. It's in support. 
looks decent, broke the downtrend line, and the 200 days at 32 to 50 days at 36. And it's at the 50 day. You know, as long as it stayed above, you know, maybe that 32. If it went okay. to 31, reevaluate. All right. HPI close at 1858 with an 8% yield. HPI, real quick. Okay. Yes, sir. <clears throat> the other one, by the way, had a potential $50 price target uh, for what it's worth, the grain of salt. And. Yeah, it, it's okay. You know, it's consolidating nicely. Nice bullish pattern. 200 days at 19, the 50 days at 19. It closed at 18.58, so you want to see it get back above those that level. Get above 19, you're in good shape. Reevaluate if it went to uh, 17 and a half. Right, okay. Any, any more? No, that's it. We only All got right. about a minute to go. So. All right. So what do you want to talk about? We say keep a little powder dry. Next week will be very, very interesting. I want to with talk the about your dates with inauguration. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it's it, going to be it, interesting. It be Hopefully, interesting. it's safe and could be interesting tomorrow. I'm hearing some chatter about what might happen on Sunday. So somebody no said to me, "I'm glad about. the Bills are paying, playing on Saturday." <laughs> you know, so. Well, I think there could be an earthquake when we win, so that could be. That, that's a possibility, about. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, you never know with. Uh, that inauguration, what could or could not happen. And for my Boston cousins, they still love Tampa Bay because they're Brady people, and, uh, you know, that could be exciting too. Well, make sure you have a game plan. Make sure you, you're, you're protecting yourself. Uh, don't over-invest in anything. You know, make sure you're diversified in the sense there's a couple of different areas to be in. Stuff. It's a lot of choices. Exactly. But there's the COVID recovery and there's the hot tech, hot uh, growth stocks. Keep some powder dry. Till next week, take care. Go Bills. You've been listening to The Dollar Doctor Show. Every Saturday morning at 10, Willard Saperston and Peter Greco answer your questions about stocks, bonds, mutual funds, retirement issues, and the economy in general. The Dollar Doctor Show is brought to you by Saperston Asset Management. Discussion of specific securities should not be construed as recommendations to buy or sell, either by Saperston Asset Management or AM 1520 WWKB. The Dollar Doctor Show is rebroadcast on Saturday night at midnight. You're invited to join us again then or next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1520 WWKB.